everyone is destined for greatness. These are the stories of the damned. Welcome to Very Random Encounters, the show where we play pen and paper RPGs in which we've randomly determined as many things as possible, including characters, villains, names, and other hellish stuff. It all comes together to be a very random encounter. I'm Wheels. I'm Logan. I'm Lee. And I'm Greg. Oh, welcome back into the spooky hour. Mmm, too spooky. I'm so excited. It's almost spooky, like, wait, mm-hmm. will this supposed to come out when it's spooky time for real? Not quite. Oh, well, yeah, yeah, yeah spooky it will times. be. It'll be spooky. We'll get, I think we're, we might, either this episode or the next one is going to be the finale of this chapter, so Ooh. it might land, like, right, you know? Ooh. Yeah, well, because next week is actual October at the end of next week, so. As we're recording this, yeah. As so, we're recording this, so, yeah. If this is our Halloween episode, <laughs> you're welcome. <laughs> so, you want to give me a recap? Suck it. Uh. <laughs> so it said no. <laughs> yeah. Uh, no. I don't want to do that. We are in... Hmm. Well, <sighs> there was a room. It was weird. There was a man in the mirror. We didn't like it, and so we left. Uh, we went to another room. There were animals. Uh, there's an ox, a bear. There's a wolf. <sighs> we bonded. I, You know, I'm really confused over exactly what happened. Um, <laughs> there's fruit sorting. I don't know why. Uh, I think we're just going to leave here, too. Is that good? Is that what you want? I think that's good. Thank you, Sud. We, as you mentioned, we last left you. Um, was there a cl- what was the cliffhanger? Was there one? Or did we I think just we were just walking to the door? <laughs> is our cliffhanger? Okay. Yeah. Uh, so y- you are. There are two doors in this room. There is the one back where you came, and then there is one that goes farther in this direction. You were going for the ladder, correct? Yes. We don't want to go um, back to the weird mirror room. Heck no. Right. As you go through, you step down a little bit. If you recall, um, when you entered the animal room, it stopped being like a fort and kind of just became like a more like a natural cave yep. system. And so it's not like you're going down stairs uh, anymore like you were when you were in the root system. But you're just kind of going down. I guess that what you were riding like a minecart. But this time you're just walking. It is just naturally sloping down this random cave in <laughs> the, the depths of the earth. But as you continue to walk and you go down slightly, you notice that you know there are still the torches along the wall, but they're less necessary and you can kind of see a little bit better, even though it's still only dimly lit by these torches. And as you go further, you start to see flora, clovers, moss, which, weird. (laughs) And you realize that it's because you're starting to see sunlight. Do you keep going? Yeah, why wouldn't we? Unless I see Um, a door, I'm gonna keep going. Now that we're sort of halfway in this cave, 
I just want to try something. I think I turn around and whistle to see if the wolf comes. Huh. Mm. Uh, give me a uh, yes. Let's just uh, yes, it does because uh, I don't need you to roll for it. It's kind of been built for that type of response. So it silently, as you recall, they don't make any noise, but like it bounds towards you, and it, that's that's a really weird. <laughs> that's kind of weird on its own. You know, usually you're used to a dog being excitedly following you, like yapping or something, or at least making loud noises it runs, but an excited, silent dog is a rare sight, but, I mean, it's a wolf, but, uh, yeah, there it is. It's following you. I gently scratch it behind the ears, like, we, we know each other now that we shared, uh, and then I figure <laughs> we'd just keep moving. Eventually, this narrower passageway in the cave opens up, and you see the source of the light, and it is, in fact, sunlight. There is an exit to this cave. This doesn't make sense physically. You are deep in the earth. You are as deep as you could fathom people ever going. You are so far in this root system. And yet, in front of you, the cave kind of opens up, but then it curves back. It's kind of like opening into kind of an oval that curves back, but at the opposite side, there is another smaller passageway that leads up and out. And you see sunlight and you see trees and birds and uh, looks like a gorgeous day. The second thing you notice is that there is some sort of film between you and the outside. It's um, shimmery, a little glowy. Uh, some sort of magic film is between you and that exit on the it's somewhere in that uh, far away corridor that leads up and out the third thing you notice is your target tattered feathered wings purple flesh gears huge muscular almost like a Frankenstein's monster but not stitched together like clearly uh, this is an elegant thing but of that Frankenstein's monster scale it's like if Frankenstein's monster didn't have to worry about the square cube law and could just kind of be huge and bipedal and still work Hmm. and the flesh gears turn into each other all over like the whole thing is interlocking flesh gears and in one hand it carries a comical flame well it's not comical for the creature because it's also huge but it would be comical in the hands of anyone else a giant flaming sword and in the other hand the scroll that is the the scroll that it stole that lets you out that's the scene is it in the clearing or in with us it's in that oval so it's like you are in one corridor then there's an oval where the target is then there's another corridor past it the exit is in that second corridor okay blood says nah recognize that that is what we're here for but um I'm gonna need somebody to tell me why it's not a good idea I want to go touch that shimmery looking <laughs> portally thing over there I ain't gonna let you whoa sorry I uh I got good hearing mm. Mm. that was the yeah that was in fact the okay. your target 
Well, um, that classifies itself as a reason. So, I'll take it. Why are you here, Daimon? I do have to ask a question. She answers first. Mm. The Daimon, why is she here? This is not her place. And he's pointing to blood. Well, I don't know that word, but I reckon you're talking to me. Specifically, I'm here on account of that thing you got there. That scroll. It is not your place to have the scroll. Your place is in the depths. I know your daimon. Well, I got a place in the depths. That's real right true. But, uh, I ain't there yet. We're not super concerned about that thing. Mostly we just need to kill you. I won't let you do that either. Well, I wouldn't expect you to. I mean, it'd be nice, though. Have you thought about <laughs> it? Is, it? is it okay if I ask my question now? Please. Did you use that scroll and that's what that thing is over there? I'm not supposed to talk about the scroll. Well, we all know what it is, so... <laughs> I'm sorry, I'm not supposed to talk about the scroll, but he said something very funny about knowing about it. Mm. <laughs> sorry, I'm not supposed to talk about it, not supposed to talk about it. But you don't. Uh, you, start, you just don't. <laughs> I mean... We kind of been talking about it this whole time. You're still talking about it. And also saying that you're not supposed to talk about it, just kind of talking about it. So we might as well yeah. just go ahead and start talking about it. Well, yes. Why not? What's going to happen to you? That's not going to happen to you in a second from us. It's not my place. You're real concerned about people's places, huh? Yes. Are we, are we ready? I mean, like... Are we ready to do this? Let's just do this. Why are we wasting time at this point? Whose place is it? It is my place to guard the scroll. Hmm. Since, like, today? What? I'm not allowed to talk about the scroll. <laughs> well, this is Again, very frustrating. You've been talking about the scroll the whole time, so... Can we just, like, 20 questions this, or what? Right. Can no. I, who is allowed it is my place to guard the scroll. I really just want us to just do this. Can we just... Eh, sure. We ain't getting nothing else from him. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, you doing it? Are we rolling here? I guess so. <laughs> All right. Oh, uh, that's a one. Oh, maybe I'll, maybe I'll do better this one time. Boom. Three. A six. Show off. <laughs> <laughs> Um, its speed is four. Your wolf speed is three. Not, not that any of our characters would know this, but this this voice sounds the same as the intro voice that you did. Is, is that is correct? Oh, okay. Well, now I'm feeling some kind of way about shooting him. <laughs> I'm feeling the same kind of way. Okay, that's our order. So we start with blood. What are you doing? So as she says, um, to. Anita, sure, we're not getting anything else out of him. E.M., by the way, I don't know this person's pronouns, but... He didn't say, but I've been using him for him. Cool. So as she is saying to Anita, sure, we're not getting anything else out of him, she just pulls her gun out and shoots, but, like, is looking at Anita while she's doing it. <laughs> that way, like, if, all right, bang. if it hits, 
it's a cool. And if it doesn't hit, well, I wasn't looking. <laughs> <laughs> I like that, hedging your butt. I, so, Anita feels really weird about this. <laughs> Why are you looking at me? What is this? No, it's like a very quick thing that just happened. Like, it was, no, it's not yeah, like, I mean, she yeah. thinks it's cool, too, but it's yeah. like weird. <laughs> All right, so I have hollow point. Um, and tar, I'm using those two bullets plus two plain ones. And then the hollow point one has advantage. Damn, so, so you're shooting four? Yeah. And Look, both runes? This thing's cool. gigantic. I'm just like, fuck it, man. What are you saving, saving up for? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, my number one one missed, but I have advantage, so I'm going to roll it again. And I got a six. So my hollow point hits for two damage. The, like two three, extra, total, right? Three. So that one yeah, should two be extra, three. So three, yeah. Yeah. And then I got one additional hit, and it is um, on the tar. Cool. Uh, and the other two. So three damage, and it gets one fewer action. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Fucking blood, man. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so did it. I'll go tell blood about her place. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think I think it's like such a big target, and you fire a gun. Like this is. <laughs> Easy. <laughs> yeah. You know, it's not moving yet. Like, it might get, you don't know how fast yeah. he is, but like, right now, it's the perfect time to just pop off a lot of shots, and it goes real well. A few of them fail to pierce its skin, uh, which, that's scary. <laughs> uh, yeah. they, it kind of just gets caught. Some of those bullets, I think we follow them, and they get caught in the flesh gears, and the bones that are underneath the flesh end up crushing the bullet when the gears when it gets caught completely between the gears, but uh, your first two, the runic shots, are able to uh, at least do something. Uh, it seems blown back by the hollow point, and it's definitely slowed down by the tar. Um, and then for my quick action, I'm gonna put two bullets back into the first two slots. Cool. Uh, so then that's your two actions. So it, we go next to the demon, who would normally get three, but he's got two because of the tar. Oh, this one's cool. It like once it once he gets hit, uh, he kind of shakes the tar off a little bit, uh, and he's, you can start to see that he does not move fast. So you have that advantage over him. But then he slashes up at the ceiling with his flaming sword, and even though fire shouldn't cut stone, it melts the stone above and. It causes the lava to like fall down and then quickly immediately cool. So there's like a, he's kind of creating a, like a, not a complete floor to ceiling wall, but he's kind of just like melting some of the rock so that it can flow into other places where he needs it to make himself cover. Uh, and then he hikes and then he gets down beneath that cover kind of between you and himself. He's, like, barricading himself in, and that's his turn. Okay. Uh, and that brings us to the wolf. What kind of, like, what vibes is Sud giving to the wolf of, like, should it run? Should it attack? Um, like, I think the wolf knows exactly what Sud is here for. Like, you know, mm. we I showed him, like, I'm here to kill things. Um, but I don't think... I'm giving off one way or the other. Like, if it wants to make a dash for that portal and be free, that's as acceptable as attacking. It runs up to attack. It growls um, at the demon, and it kind of looks for 
you know, the acknowledgement that you gave it. Uh, and once it sees that it's getting it, it bears its teeth and it starts to charge after. Uh, and it's going to do its darndest. Uh, that's a miss. So it, you know, dashes in, uh, tries to catch the demon bef- before it's completely in its little bunker. Uh, it bites down, but like, like I mentioned before with the bullets, it's like, it's almost like this thing doesn't care. Even though it's, like, all flesh, it seems to, like, not care about pain at all. Like, Mm. uh, you know, this is a magical, weird wolf, so its teeth are able to pierce the flesh of this thing, but it, like, doesn't react at all to it. It's like, you know, it reacted before when the hollow point hit it and it kind of blew it back, but the wolf is fully bitten down, but (laughs) but the demon doesn't care at all and just kind of flicks its arm and the... The wolf gets, like, tossed back in the direction it came, and it's just like, sure, it bit it, but nothing. it clearly did not hurt the thing. So uh, that's the end of the wolf's turn. That brings us to Anita. Uh, Anita mostly wants to temporal shift things. That's just, that's just what she likes. <laughs> but wait, it has three actions, right? Correct. Hmm. Last time it did move and create a wall, which is one of the things a troll can do, which I've decided this thing can do now too. Um, but it didn't wasn't able to do a third before because of the tar. Okay, I'm just gonna do a boosted temporal shift, um, which may still get it down to zero if I got two, because I get two d6, and if they were both successes, that would be. Uh, That's a hit. No. Oh no, sorry. Neither. I thought misses. that was one d6, so it's two misses actually. Uh, that's really fun that you missed with that specific spell. Here's what happens. You go to cast your normal temporal shift. You go to cast it and there's like too much energy. It's like, where is all of this magic coming from all of a sudden that you can access? And you kind of like trip. It's not like there's some fumble, like, you know, you trip and fall on your face physically but it's like almost like magically you just trip and the spell kind of fizzles and there's so much something about where you are or who this is or what you know the phase of the moon you don't know but you normally when you reach into magic especially temporal magic there's only so much energy around to pull from but there's a lot of time energy here too much in fact uh, that's your one action. You got another, though. Oh, but I can't do another spell, right? I can just, like, move. Uh, or do a quick action. Also, did you resolve the corruption stuff? Yeah, I, g- I gained two corruption. How does it work? It's like we check the results of your roll, which are one and three. Oh, three yeah, is your yeah, higher, yeah. and then how does it work? It's it's just uh, if I roll higher... I'm sorry, if I roll lower than the number of corruption that I have. Okay, and so your highest roll was not lower than your number of Oh, the highest, so. no, yeah, yeah, the highest, that's what it was, you're right. That sounds right for me. But yeah, you got your second action. I've been, I've been a little more scared, I've been a little more scared of corruption than the game really wants me to be, because Bane's not even that bad. It's yeah. just it's a little thing. I, I, first, I thought it was like, and then you die and become an <laughs> yeah. evil monster. Um, no, okay, but uh, I tried to purge corruption, so that was my extra dice there, and that did not work. So, I still have two. That's my cool. That was my quick action. Um, I think that's that brings us to Sud, right? Mm-hmm. 
Yep. I'm assuming that in order to stabby stabby, I have to move to get closer, yes? That's correct. I want to... Does the thing look really solidly barricaded in, like... We're going to have to dig our way through, or is it like, it's just a no, wall? No, I mean, it made a makeshift, I mean, it made a makeshift little bunker with lava. It's almost just like it, it plopped down something enough that when, when he himself crouches down, he's mostly covered from blood's bullets. Like, that's mainly what he needed to do, was to make it so that he has somewhere to crouch to avoid gunfire. But yeah, you could, it's not like impossible to get around physically. All right, so I'll move to get within range, and I think I want to try to jam the gears, if that's possible. I love it. Get, I, that, I would count that as an attack, so give me your attack roll. Okay. Assuming you're doing it with your sword? Yeah. Uh, so I have advantage on the roll, but uh, I'm a, it's a four and a five. So hit so anyway, yeah. And then I keep going. Yep. Second hit. Cool. Uh, I get to reroll a one. <laughs> mm-hmm. Nope. So two hits, and each yep. one does two? Yes. Okay, so that's four damage, so it's up to seven total. You go in with your... When you run in with your sword, uh, he laughs, and he and he goes, Nothing of this earth can hurt me! Uh, and then you stab him, presumably, with your sword yep. that's not of this earth? Yep. <laughs> Do you say anything when you stab him with your sword that's not of this earth? Uh... No, like Sud wouldn't. Sud, Sud just, just, Sud would just like roll. Like, Sud well. just like rolls his eyes and stabs. <laughs> Guess what, motherfucker? Stab, stab. Figure it out, genius. He is shocked when it pierces his skin and he feels it. It's the first time that he's felt pain in his actual flesh. He doesn't like it. I mean, he felt pain when the, when Hollow Point when the when the bullets hit him, but that was just like pure impact. So it's a different kind of pain that he maybe has never felt. And he does not like it. Uh, and I think, oh, it, that's, that'll bring us back to blood actually. Yeah. Well, she would have things to say. So I think she uh, puts <laughs> the other two bullets back in her gun to be loaded all the way. And she says, ain't got to hurt to do damage. <laughs> and she shoots uh, four bullets, including her uh, two ruined ones. Oh, jeez. She can shoot four She's bullets in one turn? Around. I can shoot Damn. all of them, right? Or uh, am I doing it wrong? Oh, no. no. You have a firing limit of four. Uh, four. I think. four. You, you maxed yeah. out at four. Okay. So, they were all successes. <laughs> God, I'm so glad after you were like, ain't gotta hurt to do damage, and then it, the, the guy just like drops dead. Like, wow. Man, hubris, huh? <laughs> so, so, Hollow Point does three, hard does uh-huh. none, but then I do two more, so five. So, he's up to 12. Wow. Okay. Uh, it's like. I think the stab, the unexpected pain from this alien blade uh, slicing through him, like, prevents him from even looking if you're aiming at him, so he's not crouched down at all as you're just pop, 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 firing it off. I imagine you're, like, slowly walking towards him, like, come on, you're making this too easy. (laughs) (laughs) He's kind of, he's just this Hulk that's just kind of being... Uh, buffeted at all sides, right? Like, th- the 
if this were a movie, it would be shot similarly to, like, a trying to tranquilize King Kong scene, right? Of just, like, it's not mobile, uh, <laughs> but it's big, and it's strong, and it takes a long time to kill. Um, uh, are you, what are you doing with your second, uh, your second action was reloading, so then that brings us to the demon. Um, he's very angry at Sud. What? Tried to be nice. I think at at. <laughs> but you tried to. What do you? What does that mean? No, you didn't. He didn't answer questions. <laughs> so you kill him? Yeah. He's not allowed to talk about the scroll. Well, uh, it's company policy. <laughs> um, uh, uh, if anyone's gonna hide behind company policy, they deserve to be stabbed. <laughs> That's not true. <laughs> uh, let's see. What other cool things can you do? Ooh, that's a cool one. Let's give that one a try. It's a miss. Um, but what he does with his first action is you can see him, like, inhale, and it's like all of the gears stop turning in the direction that they were, and they all start turning in unison. Like in Well, I guess that doesn't make sense because of how they interlock. But it's like enough of them shift direction that you can tell that he's, like, channeling the torque of the gears to go in a way that makes it so that he's sucking in all of this energy so that like it's like the spinning is pulling in more oxygen as he's breathing or just air as he's breathing in and he's about and you start to see this like glow deep within his throat as he's about and you start to hear like it's almost like echoes of a scream that he hasn't screamed yet but right before he's able to get that bellow out uh, I think that's when the tar hits him and hits him right in his throat and uh, he's, he's, like, choking on it, and you can tell that, like, and, and the scream still, like, comes out, and it pushes, it like, the f- sheer force of the sound waves from his vocal gears launches all of the tar out, back out of him, but, uh, and it's extremely loud, but not loud enough for it to have its actual effect because of the tar, it's just this loud bellow. That's his first action. See what else can he do? Uh, he can club somebody, so that's what he's gonna try to do against Sud, because you're right there. God, <laughs> that's not a hit either. Um, <laughs> he he strikes with the sword, and like he's like you can tell he's rusty. It's like he's not actually good at this. It's just. You can tell that he was never trained to fight. Like, he's just big. He's, it's it's clearly like whoever set him to guard there, it was just like, put big scary thing there. Give it big scary sword. What? Why would I train it? <laughs> right. And he can't hit you because you have some semblance of like footwork training and you're able to dodge his strikes. He seems very angry, but he's not very effective. So let's see, what else can he do? Hmm. I mean, he gets one less action because of the tar, right? Oh, right. So that's his two actions. Uh, so that's the end of his turn. Yeah. How about that? <laughs> uh, that brings us to the wolf. What should the wolf be doing? Uh, I think the wolf follows in like we are. we are in weird sync, even though we just met. Yeah. So, like, I created a couple of openings. I have its attention on me so the wolf can take advantage. It's going to try to trample. Ah, and it does. Um, no, Noticing that its bite didn't work before, it just tries to, like, you know, usually it is heavier than its prey, but it doesn't necessarily have to be if it's running 
just at full steam jumping towards, you know, above the center of mass of the thing, even as big as this creature is, that's still enough to kind of knock it off balance, especially as it had, as he had just been trying to uh, slice at Sud and the combination of its own momentum and the wolf knowing just when to jump, the demon gets knocked over and I think it even drops the sword because it, it almost drops the scroll in the one hand and it's like, programming is or his like training or whatever it is that causes him to know that he has to protect this scroll like he abandons trying to keep his weapon and just keeps both hands clenched on the scroll to make sure not to drop it but now he's on the ground no weapon holding the scroll in his hands uh and he's doesn't he's not in a good spot he's at 15 damage (laughs) (laughs) who's next it's anita all right, so this time I understand that there's time temporal energy all around. Is there any way that I can like harness that? Of course there is. <laughs> um, I mean, now that you know it's there, what are you trying to do with it? I mean, well, maybe I should understand what it is first. Is there any role that I need to do? Uh, sure. Uh, what are your, Is there a skill that sounds like it applies here? I can't remember. Study? I mean, probably study right is there like streets mm, there's tactics look. mend hunt deceive brawn stealth negotiate and agile give me a negotiate role please a negotiate okay uh that's not one of my good ones so i'll just do a d6 okay that was a success so there are five cool as you try to tap in and understand all of this temporal energy as you're poking around in this like it's almost like it feels like you're magical mind's eye is just like swimming in some giant pool of energy and it's just kind of trying to feel around for where the edges are and it feels very strange when it's like the equivalent of like your your mind's eye is swimming through that pool and expects to find the edge of the pool but instead uh marco polo style ends up grabbing onto a person while it's swimming Mm. eyes closed through all this energy and you just feel this there's some entity there in the magic whoa or some presence you hear oh you can borrow just a little oh jeez <laughs> uh does that give me advantage on temporal shift who knows what it'll do if you pull from it? Oh, I mean, Anita's not a coward. <laughs> this is how she <laughs> looks at this. She's definitely, there was a power source. Let's go for it. <laughs> <laughs> cool. Uh, do, your, do your normal roll. Okay. Uh, again, I'm going to do. Slow down. Yeah. Temporal shift, but um, with, uh, what is it called? Uh, boost. boost okay. So and you're doing the slow down, not the speed up. Yeah. Both of those are hits. You pulled, you, you borrowed some from whoever this voice is. Um, God, what's the best way for this to happen? Um, <laughs> Since it's a boost, it affects two actions. So it would literally, it would slow him down beyond his capabilities just to put that out there. Yeah. Like my regular he, role would, even before I reached out. You know how I said, like, there's sunlight through that opening? It's still clearly there. But you're not sure if it's because that film is darkening or what. But 
that light is still there, but it seems dimmer, like um, like it's being mag that light is being magically suppressed somehow. And there's a there's an energy that fills the room that like feels like the feeling of getting away with something. It feels like mm. that feeling you get once you know you've pulled a pulled off a con, you know. Yeah. That energy just kind of fills all three of you. And you're not sure if it's because you've got this thing on the ropes. You're not sure if it has to do with all of this energy that Anita is tapping into. But you just feel like you're pulling off a great heist here. <laughs> um, that's what it feels like uh, as the light is kind of dimming in this space. And the creature, you've done temporal shift before and it slows things down. Your as that feeling grows, you start to notice that there's actually a second light source in the room now, and that's your your magical helmet. That's your star goon hat. Mm -hmm. It begins to glow as a second light source. The demon is stopped. Like I said, you've seen it slowed down before. The gears stop turning. It is frozen. He is frozen in time, and I think we can say the combat part of it is <laughs> over. Yeah. He's alive, but he's not moving because time time isn't moving for him wow uh not rigor mortis because he's not dead but rig rigor uh temporis, <laughs> rigor temporis. On the scroll rigor temporis would be a good name for the episode <laughs> too bad these episodes don't get names <laughs> because it's the horror chapter one slayers episode whatever and that would take too long in a title to also have a title listener in your heart <laughs> I'm gonna steal that scroll. <laughs> so Blood says, um Whoa. Hey, uh what was our actual job here? Cause weren't we supposed to like I mean get the scroll, right? But also No, kill that person. That's right, right. Revenge. That was the goal. The scroll didn't matter or what well, I don't remember. The scroll does not matter over much, no. Great, you want it? Oh, what? Sure, yeah. What? I thought maybe Sud wanted that. Oh, you're the one who wants out of here, right? Yeah, I just Sud called Dibsies, so. But yes, absolutely. No, I was just yeah. gonna steal it because I'm closest. <laughs> no, I just yeah, Sud's just grabbing it. <laughs> oh yeah, <laughs> to grab it. <laughs> yeah, no, that would be it. that'd be great. Yeah. But um, for real though, this is Lee. Wasn't weren't we supposed to like specifically? Revenge. Of You're some supposed kind? to kill him, and you know that the scroll, if the the scroll lets its reader escape the roots, and the woman who woman from the the cult who hired you said that, um, or not the cult, the like, uh, I guess it wasn't cult, Religion, the snake worshippers. Yeah. Um, she told you that like, the scroll lets anything that reads it get out, and that would be scary if a big bad was able to get out of the mm -hmm. supernatural yeah. realm, but that wasn't necessarily her concern. You know, her God of vengeance just needed the thing dead. Oh, yeah. okay. I was remembering the vengeance part. So, okay. Oh, yeah. So knowing that it needs to be dead and it's not dead right now, I'm going to, I'm not going to go for the scroll. I'm just going to stab it. I mean, we could like screwdriver all of its gears away, right? Like when you, when you stab it, it's, eyes break the time lock and it 
is able, it's like only its eyeball, only his eyeballs are able to move. And, you know, he can't speak anymore. The gears aren't turning, but through sheer will, he's able to break the time lock just enough to make long, unblinking eye contact with each one of you as the alien blade stabs into and kills him. Well, that didn't feel great. When that happens, the that darkness that was starting to fill the room completes filling the room, and you can no longer... You can still see that there... It's almost like, sure, there is a light source beyond that film, but it's like, it's so obscured, the film is so thick now that it's just like... You can tell that there's a light on past there, but it's not illuminating the room much anymore. You hear... Hmm. Wow! That was faster than I even thought! You each did so well. There is no person that you see, but you hear... Each of you hears that voice, and Anita... It's the same voice that you heard in your head before, but now you're hearing it in your ears. I mean, I think Sutch just says, okay. Mm, I'm feeling a little played. Yeah. Why don't you sit down? I can answer any questions you have. Hey, can I touch that veil thing over there? I mean, that's a question. Certainly. All right. Well, I know that I can. Hmm. I'm going to sit down. Are you the thing that can talk about the scroll? I can talk about anything. Talk about the scroll, then? Wait, first talk about who you are. So many names. So old. Tired. Of slithering in the dirt! Mm. But now, <laughs> my vengeance is complete. Oh, you're the. The snake? The snake one. The snake god. Yes! Yeah, you sound like a snake. And you see, slithering out from the corner is indeed. It's not altogether terrifying. It is a snake. It's, um, you know, it's terrifying in the way that a poisonous snake would be. But you've seen scarier things than that. And that seems to all be what it is as it finally shows itself. Uh, but it is able to speak. It is a speaking snake. Hmm. Sud's going to stab it. Oh, Sud. No, Sud. You cut the snake's head right off. <laughs> Jesus. And it comes right back. You hear the voice again. Uh, this time, you know I can still feel, right? That still hurt, right? No, I didn't know that. So it uh... Sud. Yeah, I mean, obviously we were like, Sud! <laughs> can I just go ahead and read this scroll? There will be a time for you, Anita, to read the scroll. 
So how does this work now? Like we are snake god worshippers now or what? Well, you can, you can be. No. Nothing's stopping you. No. I don't worship the snake. Well, you ain't got to do nothing, Sudge. You've already been rude. <laughs> you should get used to doing nothing. You'll be doing that a long time. Hmm. Hmm. Uh, are you going to make us try to stay here? Yes. After all... <laughs> This is your hell! End of episode. <laughs> is that the end of the season? No. Okay. It'd be a pretty fucking metal move if it was, though. <laughs> <laughs> Y'all fucked up. Oh, bye! <laughs> Find us on Facebook and Twitter at VREcast or email us at hi at VRE.show. Check out our website at VRE.show for a listening guide, links to everyone's Twitter, and our shop for some cool enamel pins featuring characters from the show. If you want to help us out, you can rate and review the show or tell a friend about us. If you enjoy what we do, consider backing us on Patreon. There we release a bonus show each month along with a bunch of other extras. Check it out at patreon.com slash VRE. And to all our patrons, thank you for supporting us. Thanks. One creature from beyond, Philip Saunders, says, Amazing stories born from randomness. This one's long, so we have a TLDR. This is a great actual play RPG podcast with a group of entertaining people who craft fun stories with heart. Aw. Oh, I'm still reading the long Thanks. thing, though. I know, right? <laughs> the, 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 full, the full non-TLDR is also very nice and heartwarming. <laughs> Thank you. Thanks. Yeah. Uh, who wants to do intro and who wants to do recap? I want to do, do intro. intro. Ah, you do it. Yeah. I don't really care. I'll do the outro. <laughs> I got to do something that's not Vincent Price now. Not everyone is destined for greatness. <laughs> not everyone is destined for greatness. <laughs> this is the story of the day. Another thing I learned about uh, other old-timey horror actors is that before he was Admiral Akbar, that dude was uh, did a radio horror show. Uh, as well, and doesn't sound like Admiral Akbar when he reads it. <laughs> it was astonishing to me when I found out that that was the case. But yeah, he's a little late, later than than Price would have been on horror radio by like huh. a couple decades. But I forget what his name. But the show is called The Black Mass, and it's just uh, him reading. It's essentially like audio books of short story horror short stories. Uh, okay. uh, his voice is so nice, though. It is the perfect old radio show to fall asleep to. <laughs> Which is so weird, because you wouldn't expect it from It's a Trap. <laughs> That's just, he's doing a character voice in that movie. and uh, he's, yeah. Not everyone is destined for greatness. <laughs> These are the stories of the damned. <laughs>